number 76 welcome back welcome back you guys it's the other one show episode number 76 hence all the 76 talk it's the it's your friendly neighborhood shij here sorry i was in a bit of an itch off with my head because i think one of the best feelings in the world is to scratch my head i love it i absolutely do but i've just had my hair retwisted so i really shouldn't rake it out as much as i have been but anyway enough about me um it is thursday the 5th of november 2020 and the uk is in yet another lockdown but what lockdown actually means is i can't buy clothes can't get my hair done can't get my nails done if i wanted one i couldn't get a trim i can't go to a gym and exercise i can't go to a restaurant i can't go to a bar i can't go to a nightclub everything else oh that's fine i can go to university i can go get a degree right now if i wanted to i can go to an elementary school and like you know learn about the tudors and um if i had a job that required me to go into an office i can go into that office of my own accord um they'd rather me stay home but if i need to go into the office i can so um public transport is still working um, but they, they'd rather me find another way. But, you know, that's warmer. And, um, yeah. The UK government is on a joking. So, I've lost four figures worth of money. With the pending four weeks. Quote, four weeks of lockdown that they have predicted for us. But they have furloughed everybody's wages through till March. So, I think that kind of gives you a little bit of an inclination on when anything could be possibly reopening so hey that works for me if you want to keep me in my house while it's cold cool let me come back out when it's warm so that's what's going on in the uk right now and um it does get frustrating every now and again i do find myself getting angrier and angrier the more i think about it but then i have to say to myself how does this affect me directly and yes it has affected me directly but i'm still very much in absolute power of my life so if I want to find a way to make money I can if I need to go and get a little job at a supermarket I can but luckily I've put down some money I've still got some money on its way in so I will be okay and um yeah my partner will be okay we'll be all right you know what I mean the bills them still get paid the water's hot the fridge is full the cupboards are full the that the radiators are on I'm good mum's good dad's good do you know what I'm saying as long as them ting now told, I can continue. And um, yeah, Netflix is on. The Amazon Prime is working. And I keep having people, oh, oh, how can you sit there and give Jess Bezos so much money? You know what? I can't say that I care. I'm just going to be real, innit? Jeff Bezos is a millionaire, a billionaire even. And um, a lot of people seem to be very vexed at the fact that I still use Amazon frequently. Even in the last lockdown and before. But you know what? I like Amazon and it's convenient and it works for me. So with this lockdown coming, there's going to be stuff that I'm going to need on the on the fly. And I need to know that I can get it. But this time round, I got my hair done and I got my nails done before the lockdown. Because I'm not out here looking like Wazzle Gummidge like I was back in April. I'm not doing that again. And if you don't know who Wazzle Gummidge is, big Google it. So that's enough about the lockdown that just kind of pissed everybody off the only thing i can really recommend people do is literally 
force your positivity force it this can work for you there is a lot of self-employed people that are feeling the burn of this and rishi telling everybody to kind of reskill yourself maybe creativity isn't the best course of action see what it's done for you during these lockdowns bruv we wouldn't have been in these lockdowns if you just kept us fucking locked down the first time around but you lot wanted to make money so you opened up again told us to go eat out for 50 50 percent off all all restaurants and all this kind of shit so everybody came out and then there was a a big massive surge but ultimately the surge was going to come anyway because it's winter time and this is when everybody gets cold and flu so whatever tell you the one thing that kind of pissed me off i see a um i see an article in the daily mirror daily mirror magazine about a young lad who passed away last week week before and the headline read i'm not even going to go verbatim because i don't have the headline in front of me but it touched me to a point where i need to i need to vocalize this it said uh young staffordshire boy or wherever he's from young lad um who has who was known to have coronavirus dies alone in his hotel room now when you read the article he didn't die of coronavirus he just happened to have coronavirus back in the springtime because he was in wuhan studying came back got the all clear and he's died through another means his parents had kind of put out tribute saying ah um it's an unfortunate accident how you've passed away etc 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 nothing to do with covid but these are the things that they are pushing in the newspapers to make us feel fear i I refuse to be scared of this thing i refuse to be scared of this thing i will stay vigilant don't get me wrong if i'm in somewhere that's exceptionally busy yes i've got my mask on and frankly i'm kind of upset that i never did this masking earlier because people are nasty so knowing that they're actually doing them kind of scaremongering things still on the news and all them kind of things it's just disgusting and people like say my mother is a little bit paranoid at this thing she's not in the best health and she's shook to leave the house when as far as i'm concerned you shouldn't be afraid to go to the corner shop just put on your mask make sure you got your honey and ginger and them ting there she's susceptible to catching colds and them kind of thing anyway and she's probably had about three different colds since february but go get your lemon go get your honey go get your ginger boil that down and just make sure that you are doing what you usually would do around this time of year we're all going to end up with a sniffle everybody does this is england you're all going to end up with a little sniffle and a little cold and flu little sneeze little block nose little snot so deal with it the way that you have been dealing with it i'm not ignoring the fact that covid is real covid19 is a real thing but they haven't told us how to alleviate this they haven't told us that masks actually work they haven't told us that social distancing actually works although social distancing is the most logical thing that i've heard of stay away from people yeah cool that works for me i would like to i love supermarkets not being so ram i like that i walked past tesco yesterday and see a queue again i like that the only thing that's going to be difficult to do is queuing in this damn cold because winter arrived my denim jacket ain't seen me till at least spring it is puffer and leather and full length and batty must be covered by coat season okay so let's just keep it there no ankles out socks are getting pulled up in i'm a pretty pretty jazzy trainers and them kind of things there we're not doing the unnecessary amount of skin on display bollocks anymore and when i say unnecessary amount of skin it's not like i walked out of the house with my cleavage hanging out i'm talking ankle and wrist <laughs> you feel me so we're just going to keep that all 100 but yes um 
do what you've been doing when it comes to your cold and flu. Everybody wants to avoid flu season. And flu season's been a thing since I began to know what flu was. So, I'm not... I'm not... Well, you know what? I shouldn't say that I'm telling you guys what to do. I'm letting you guys know what I'm doing. And heaven forfend, touch wood, that I end up with COVID-19. Maybe I need to take a different route. But considering I'd pretty much been working solidly, getting bookings and such and such since July... And I have not had an untoward sneeze that hasn't had anything to do with black pepper in all of that time. Because I wear my mask on the tube and them kind of things. And I've been around other people. I will still hug someone when I see them. Not strangers, but I never did that anyway. So, yeah, I'm just telling you how I'm doing it. Simple. I'm just telling you how I'm doing it. I'm not advising anybody to do any different. If you feel uncomfortable with that kind of activity, by all means, do what makes you feel comfortable and do what works for your household. But this works for mine. So let's just try and see if we can get at the other side of this um, semi lockdown. I'm just going to call it semi lockdown because in April they told us it was three weeks, it was 105 days. So let's just keep it stum and keep it positive and try and get as many things done as possible let me go into what i've been watching because the music side of things is gonna get very one-sided and i think that'll probably take the majority of this pod for me to talk about so with regards to what i've been watching last night actually no first things first mandalorian i haven't started it yet because i got my disney plus oh shouts out to my dad for hooking up the disney plus for a little while because I was wondering how my Disney Plus was still working and it turns out my dad was still watching it. So, um, shouts out to dad for making sure that Disney Plus is running smooth. But I don't like the fact that Mandalorian does this thing where I've got to wait for an entire season. I don't like that. I don't like that on streaming services. These streaming services are meant to be stuff on demand. I demand the full season. Because anybody who knows me well, if I like something, I'm watching that season today. If it takes 14 hours, so be it. I'll cook in between. And I will leave the front room and put the Netflix or Google or Google Prime. Why go on for that? I'll put the Amazon Prime on my phone and continue viewing said television program while I cut onions. So I don't like the fact that Mandalorian has got me waiting episode to episode to episode. So I've not even started it yet. I kind of want to be able to do at least three back-to-back episodes. At least especially with this lockdown going on i'm not waiting a week okay there isn't enough to take up my time in between those two episodes for me to even constitute waiting for that long so i'm gonna keep it going that way um there's a there's a series on netflix called explained and i can't remember if there was i can't remember if this is the second season you know what let me open the netflix on my third so i can see because i'm sure i've watched bits of it before but i don't think i'm watching the same series now um explained where are you i can't find you look again right okay uh episodes and info let's have a look see limited series this is weird because i'm sure that they had another tv show called explained on or I could, you know what? It could be a completely different thing that was on before. Oh, now it just wants to start making noise. Go away. Right. So, the thing that I was watching before could well be something with like similar looking graphics or similar looking logo and all them things. But anyway, this thing called Explain the Mind. 
and um, it tells you about different kind of things with regards to your brain. First episode is about memory. Really cool little doc. I think episodes have got to be no longer than half an hour. It really wasn't a long thing, but they do give you an awful lot of information in that small amount of time. And um, let me see if I can get back into this Netflix before it embarrasses me and make a very beep noise on this microphone. Voila, in a second. Let me see what I can do. Um, okay. Get out of here. Do, 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 do. Okay. Um, explained episodes. Yeah, they're about 20 minutes long, each episode. I've only watched the first three, and there's... It's a, it's a limited season, limited season, limited series, so there's only like five episodes. And the, there's each episode, there's one called Memory, Dreams, Anxiety, Mindfulness, and Psychedelics. I haven't seen Mindfulness and Psychedelics yet, but I saw the first three. That Memory one, really good. Dreams one, didn't really care. Anxiety, very interesting. So I do recommend you guys go and watch that. Um, again, it's called Explained. And I think it's trending or something like that. And um, it will probably end up being on your, like, front page of, like, stuff trending now or popular on Netflix, blah, blah, blah. So have a little goosey at that. That's actually pretty good. I started watching another one called Dalapo. Dalapo, Dalapo is fine, bit boring. Gripped me from the trailer, but it seemed like the trailer was the most interesting thing about it. And it's only half an hour long, so I wasn't really particularly bothered. Um, my next guest, that new series is out with David Letterman the guests he's got on there are pretty darn good i think i've only seen the first three i believe yes and there's only four in the season um the kim kardashian west one is really good robert downey jr bit boring dave Chappelle, excellent obviously and the last one's about lizzo i haven't watched the lizzo one yet but again it's a nice uh, david always gives a nice interview i kind of used to lock lotch whitein like watching his late night show like with all Jimmy Fallon and all them man there, yeah they're good, but he's no Letterman, and I tended to find that I had a prefer a, pref- a preference between Jay Leno and David Letterman, and David Letterman was my preference. So it's actually nice to see him doing what he does very freaking well again on Netflix. So my next guest with David Letterman is really cool. I really do like it, um, and I do recommend you watch it. The full name of it is called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction so check that out um again it's another one that will probably end up sitting on your kind of popular or trendy trending programs or whatever especially if if you're in the uk so make sure you have a goosey at that i'm giving you guys some good watches because we've got a lot of time to kill at the moment so i'm trying to give you guys what i've been watching lately life 2.0 now this documentary is on netflix it is an hour and 39 minutes long and it is the weirdest thing i've watched in a very long time if you are unfamiliar with something online called second life i'm about to tell you about it now second life is like sims but you create everything every narrative it doesn't tell you what to do you it does what you tell it okay so imagine you want to be an architect you can set up second life you will build your own house you will dress yourself but in order to dress yourself you need to buy clothes so you'll go to a shop that's been built by another person who has a second life profile who owns that shop and that's what second life is 
this documentary is they speak to people who have actual lives in this damn game one woman has got a freaking empire of all of these different shops in second life so it's all digital it's all digital and she's got this empire in there where she sell makes and sells clothes to other second life players there's like millions and millions and millions and millions of people in this there's one guy who's an 11 year old girl in second life not too comfortable with that and then they talk to this couple in second life who are in a full-fledged relationship in second life but they're married in real life and then they decide to meet in real life which obviously is going to bring tribulation in adam family so if you're into just watching people that are weirder than you and it just lets you know that your life isn't as odd as you would think it is watch life 2.0 tis a madness um what was the other thing oh yeah beyond the mat classic documentary about wwf try and know that um it's a very 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 good behind the scenes look at everything that happened with wrestling because i don't know about you but i lived for wwf wwe not so much but then again i have to consider the fact that i got to the age where i like you know discovered boys and weed and alcohol so that side of my life was kind of had to go on a pause i'm listening to bashment now but yes beyond the mat good doc as well check that bad boy out um and in terms oh another documentary that i didn't watch on netflix and i don't know where you guys can watch it because as i said i've got my bandoleros that hook me up but i don't know where you guys can watch this documentary but i think it might be relatively old like either it came out within the last couple of years it's about lennox lewis really good documentary um a little bit of information that i didn't know but i knew quite a lot about him but it was nice to actually see it see his entire course of his career and they speak to him they speak of his career up to the famous upset when he beat mike tyson in i want to say 2000 or 2001 around there but it starts from literally how he grew up where he grew up and um the fact that his perception to the world was that he was like some tea drinking idiot but he is a as he had said a specialist pugilist absolutely brilliant documentary go and check that out so if you just search for a documentary about lyrics lewis i'm guessing that one will come up and yeah really enjoyed it throwback of the week i watched the craft last night <laughs> i love that film i know there's a sequel and i don't know if it's a sequel if it's a movie sequel or if they've just done the whole thing where it's like we're gonna make this classic film into a television show which hasn't really worked since um buffy the vampire slayer because i think that the tv show was much better than the film anyway the film was t rash you all know it um let me see if i can find the information ah it looks like it's a movie okay i didn't know that so apparently there's some new movie that's come out called the craft legacy and i was like mm, i'm not really ready to watch that sequel just yet but let me revisit that old one so i've got this cheap rent it's a cheap rental on amazon prime for 199 or something like that so i got it last night and i thoroughly enjoyed that film again like i was 13 over again love that film um 
but yeah i kind of know that in order for me to watch that sequel i'm gonna have to wait until my other half is not here because he doesn't like me watching them gary gary movies just like i don't like him watching them boy boy movies because he had me sit through john wick and i thought it was like okay i really need a penis to enjoy this film it's good but it's a bit whack so the craft is basically the female equivalent of john wick to me because john wick i was thought yeah i understand why you guys like it but it got boring really quick you know them ones so um so yeah revisit the craft i would say if you've never seen the craft and you see craft legacy come across you watch the original first it really is quintessential 90s movie fodder down to the fashion the lingo shit neve campbell's in it come on you know you know that's always a good time so and this was i think she did the craft before she did scream i think so i think that was the film that might have actually put her on the map to become a leading lady i think i want to i want to believe that that's the truth but i could be just making this up on the cuff you know how them ting they go so yes check it out the craft absolute fucking classic so they still haven't told us who is the president of the united states but the way things are looking at the moment but we've been here before the way things look at the moment biden is in the lead of electoral votes because electoral votes are basically the majority of votes per state and if you get the majority up to a score of 270 you win the election let me have a look at Wagwan with that now US for background states so as it stands now Biden is at 253 and Trump is at 214 after 44 of, four of 50 states have already counted their have already had their state their votes counted um, the thing is this election the way I see it is I don't care it's not I'm not here rooting for a winner I just want Trump to lose and I think that's kind of the general consensus with a lot of people telling me how evil and how shit Biden is I don't particularly have to count a count I don't particularly have to care about that because so do you know what I mean I've got to deal with Boris so it really is what it is but knowing that Trump has a complete disdain for poor people well it's not that he has to say for poor people he's just only here for the super rich and preferably rich and white because he's not really the biggest fan of the jews not really into the chinese people you heard him do the ching chong ching chong business in that interview so um not really into the blacks unless they're rich so it is just a very a very regular occurrence of you're just here for the rich people so i just don't want that man in office no more I want Melania to be set free to go be a model because she did not she did not get into that marriage to be no one's first lady you understand she was just here to buy Lebotines and have Birkin bags and eat at the Ivy if that's even the cool spot anymore and travel the world she don't want to have to she don't want to have to go meet parents of children that were locked up in a Mexican cage okay she didn't she didn't want to do that you know what I'm saying, and but yeah, everybody's like, oh, "We feeling sorry for Mahalia Ford." She don't like her husband either, so she just wants to. She just wanted to live some luxury life as somebody's friggin' trophy. That's what she's here for. 
and she didn't want to be nobody's first lady so it's actually the first time all day that them numbers have changed but it is nice to see that biden is still in the lead it's fucking close but i don't know i we've seen this before it hasn't taken this long before but we've seen this before this is what happened when trump got in because we were convinced hillary had this team because hillary had the popular vote but this has been the first time in american history that this higher percentage of voters mailed in their ballot so that's what's taking so long which i can appreciate but you know what i will happily wait because hear trump now hear the fuckery hear the foolishness my man stood up in a press conference i'm going i'm not going word for word but i know this is the gist and i know this is the case my man stand up in that press conference and tell the people them because the polls have closed and i'm in the lead you should stop counting i'm gonna say it again because the polls have closed and i am in the lead you should stop counting you can't tell me that isn't comedy fucking gold this man really does take this for the apprentice he really does because it had already been proven that the vast majority of republican voters that's the red side that's trump the majority of republican voters will vote on the day the majority of democratic voters will mail in their ballot because there has been such a high volume of voters actually joe biden is now the most voted for presidential candidate in history with 69.5 million people voting for him majority of those people mailed their ballot in so we've got to wait for them to get counted and it's going to take a minute because there's all there was rumor that some place had a pipe burst and then some other place they're still waiting for the votes to actually arrive at the counting center and all of this and all of this and it's all mad so i'm not going to talk no i'm not going to bring up kanye west because i don't i don't understand where he thought he was going but what makes me laugh is there were certain states where he was i think he got more votes than the green party middle of what to america but it is way isn't it so kanye's basically admitted defeat but then started to post about yeah man bring on 2024 so i'm just hoping he kind of calms down and gets his ass back in the studio and starts to actually bring us something better than that no 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 tune that he just brought out it's trash by the way don't don't waste your time um but yeah so that's kind of like my election debate debate update so i kind of do want to i want to view that beautiful moment when trump and melania have to get the fuck out i'm looking forward to it very much looking forward to it um music there's only been one album i've been listening to for the last week weeks straight i think today might be the only day i haven't played it but it's because i've just been doing other stuff so it's been a bit of a quiet day uncle trevor uncle trevor trevor smith jr aka the dragon aka Busser bus aka buster rhymes clarted the world 
with ELE2. ELE is Extinction Level Event. Now, before I talk about that album, I'm going to give you some guys some history, okay? Okay, my closest, nearest and dearest, no, Buster Rhymes is my favourite rapper of all time. Has been my favourite rapper of all time since 1996, okay? 1996 was the year The Coming came out. My mum had The Coming album. She didn't really take any notice of any of the cursing or bad words in it because she was listening to it. It's not until I started Thump The Coming in my room that she realised it had explicit lyrics. But then we just kind of had to come to an understanding and say, look, yeah, I like rap music. I love it with all of my heart. And that'll be the end of it. Um, it's not until I listened to The Coming that I started to go back and listen to like leaders in the new school and stuff like that. I had heard Scenario. So I was aware of Buster Rhymes. But The Coming changed my life. I'm just going to be real. The Coming changed my life. I have a favourite song on that album, there's the best song on that album, and there's the one I love to hear. My favourite song on that album is, um, oh god, my Ill Vibe, Ill Vibe by Richard Him and Q-Tip. The best song on that album is um, Woo Ha. My favourite song on the album is Everything Remains Raw. Go visit them. I'm going through each album. I've got I've got a list for each one, because from then I knew, yeah I'm 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 really looking forward to the next album. The next album came out a year later. When Disaster Strikes. Now When Disaster Strikes, I think is when the world started to take notice of Buster Rhymes. Really like serious notice of Buster Rhymes. Um, when Disaster Strikes had uh, Dangerous on it, Rhymes Galore. Was Rhymes Galore on that? Yes, uh, Rhymes Galore and. Um, your hands on my eyes can see on it when disaster strikes is i would say in my top 10 sophomore albums of all time across all genres try come for me you can you can do your best it's not going to happen because every dj set something gets played from that album rhymes galore is my favorite song on that album the best song on that album is dangerous my favorite song on that album is put your hands on my eyes can see but things we be doing for money is a jam. Okay. Um, what else? Um, no, no. My favourite song on there is So Hardcore. It's such a simplistic beat. I need to actually check some credits. Because we got seven more albums to go through. You can you can be bored all you want to. I'm getting in my buster bag. And we're not even going to talk about ELE2 until we get there chronologically. I understand how important this is to me. Um, let me see. Da 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 da. Let's go back, back into Tidal, because Tidal gives you credits for everybody involved. Um, okay, hit the three dots, credits. Again, I've, so, I've told you before about, um, about the, uh, the credit section of this, ma of this mag magnificent app, but it's weird because the one song I need information on, there's none there. That's weird. Anyway, So Hardcore, track five, When Disaster Tracks. So Hardcore, like Quick Draw McGraw, fuck what you heard, you ain't heard this before. 
sold. I was like, greatest rapper alive. <laughs> to me, greatest rapper alive. Oh, I love Jay-Z. Love Jay-Z with everything in me. Not because he's Beyonce's husband. Love Jay-Z. Love, I love Jay-Z before he met B. Love him. Okay, love Nas. Love Nasir Jones. Love him. Buster, that's my heart. Next thing now, Extinction Level Event. That came out two years later. That's the one with Gimme Some More on it. Now again, by this time, his video game is out of this world. Like, that's with, um, he's got the tune with Janet Jackson. In, um, What's it gonna be? That's on that album. Oh, he was always the king of an intro. Like, the first track on every single Buster Rhymes album. No, track two on every Buster Rhymes album is excellent and it pumps you in your face and it lets you know that this is a big serious thing yeah remember my words i'm giving you the full hundred of every single buster rhymes album i told you in the post on instagram to say that the podcast is going to be late because i had to make sure that i get my notes together okay because this isn't one that was going to be skitting 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 trying to freestyle the thing now i've written these things down i've got dates times dates places all them kind of things there so extinction level event came out and i was like it's brilliant then in 99 the flip mode album came out um the uh oh uh, uh the imperial that was the song that had last night on it commonly danced last night boss up wife yes last night me couldn't find me nines so me got on no i couldn't find my knife so i got on back my nine last night was a serious night mm-hmm Boss up boy fierce last night. That that tune there, that's when everybody discovered, oh my god, he's a yardie. But come on, his first time's Trevor. Of course he is. What rapper you know called Trevor? Anyway. Flip mode, that album came out, and it's like Yo, we can take this outside. Is the next tune. You've got um the cha 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 on there. Um Yeah, everybody on the line outside. I think I just said that. Um the album's brilliant. That's when I discovered Rod Digger. But you know what? We'll talk about Rod Digger another day because, again, time is ticking. But my favourite Rod Digger tune of all time is Curtains. Go look for it. Um, I believe it's track seven or track nine. Because I'm a CD child, instead of me knowing what album something was on, I'll always remember what track it was. And I know that Curtains was either track seven or track nine on her album, The Dirty Harriet. And I love that album. Anyway next up we have anarchy 2000 a lot of people like to shit on this album i loved it it had blad on it blad on there um the tune with him mystical um is you wiling with us and getting rowdy with us that tune's on there um that's the one we get out get out get out get out of here i thought that was one of the weaker tracks but buster's very good at giving you the track that's going to give you like the inclination that this is going to be some puppy show thing or this is just going to be party music and then flip it on you and this thing is just content that tune that album there has got a tune with raekwon on it and ghostface i believe anarchy it's the red one so if you're ever looking for it you know it's the red one um there's another notable tune on there it's just left my mind and i'm singing it in my head and I can't remember what it's called. Street shit, live it up. Fire. Right. Fire on the album is different to Fire the Single. Fire the Single was Fire It Up. 
I think. Yes, Fire the Single is different to Fire the Album Track. Fire the Album Track was actually Fire It Up, which was the one with the Knight Rider sample. There you go, learn something new every day. That's on the Anarchy album that came out year 2000. Next album up on the desk is The Genesis. I would probably say The Genesis is my number two Busta Rhymes album after When Disaster Strikes. I adored this album. Adored it. <sighs> Everybody Rise Again is on there. As I Come Back, Shut Em Down 2002, Genesis, Better Stay Up In Your House, We Got What You Want, Truck Volume, Pastor Kavassia is on Genesis. Now you get Pastor Kavassia and Break Your Neck is the Genesis album. And Holla is um, produced by Dr. Dre. And you can hear it when he plays. When it plays, it's a very, 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 very brilliant, brilliant album. Actually, you know what? I want to make sure I didn't get that wrong. Cause, but I'm sure Holla is the track produced by Dr. Dre. Yes, yes, Holla is produced by Dr. Dre. Break Your Neck, produced by Dr. Dre. Pastor Cavassier is produced by Knotts. Now, I like the fact that he's still working with Knotts because Knotts is very, very good at giving you that authentic Buster Rhymes sound. I am here for it. And we will get to all of that very, very shortly. So, yes, and Genesis, the track Genesis, oh. That's Dilla. Come on. I think it was the first time I really, really was. Oh, this sounds like. And then it turned out to be. The Genesis. Oh, I absolutely adore that song. And he was the like. He was one of the first that I knew of to give you the remix on the album as like a bonus track at the end so Pastor Gavassier the original version produced by Knotts featuring Puff Daddy but the single with um Niam on it with um, Pharrell on it that one I said Buster keep the girl rolling that one is the remix which is at the end of the album which is produced by the Neptunes not produced by Pharrell produced by the Neptunes know the difference um what else we got? Yeah, Genesis came out 2001 and then Ain't Safe No More dropped in 2002. Please notice the frequency of the content back in the early noughties, late 90s. It was a wonderful, wonderful world to live in. Um, Ain't Safe No More came out. Oh, gosh, that's the one with Call an Ambulance. And with the, um, you know, what I, what I Know What You Want featuring Mariah Carey and Flip Mode Squad. Don't ever forget that. Um, Riot, Hop, Strutting Like a God make it clap is on this album that's that album and it's like make it clap original version yeah it's fine then he dropped the one with sean paul which again is the last track on the album dope you can't you can't really deny it you can't deny that the tune's dope come on everybody was clapping at one point and with the tuny man grinding and grinding and grinding gosh if i thought whining this means flip champagne and buster rising yeah big tune yeah, I know I fumbled on the words, but this ain't a karaoke break. Okay, next one. The Big Bang. Now, according to my sources, Big Bang was the first album of Busters to go to number one. Which I still think is just rude and out of order. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I still think that's rude and out of order that no other Buster Rhymes album had hit number one until he released The Big Bang. But The Big Bang is the Touch It album. There you go. 
touch it new york shits on here uh cocaine in the ghetto i love my bitch so you can tell the time that it came out those were the those were the those were the hot shit singles those were the hot shit singles that dropped and um yeah very much worth it absolutely adore that album um and legend of the fall offs love that track that's an album track that's an album track one for your ass um then next up we had back on my bs there's a uk version and um hold on i need to make sure i know which one's which because this album was weird because i didn't really receive it as an album i received it as a mixtape not received it as in somebody put it in my hand but that was my understanding of this project because it had hustler's anthem on it featuring t-pain which is a jam as far as i'm concerned it's very buster rhymes and respect my conglomerate with jada kiss and little wainers on that one as well so it was one of the weaker products pro- projects that was one with a rap money on it as well we can a rap money uh-oh with ron browse now here's one for you the a rap money track was banned thusly banning the album being sold in the united arab emirates because i saw it as a disrespect until we kind of had to come out and say look this is the way that we say a rap money is a it was a term of endearment like how people say like oprah money or diddy money that kind of thing it was a term of endearment not to say that all of you just money hungry grabbing or criminals or anything like that that's just the way that we kind of describe our things so yeah that ended up being banned in the emirates from being sold because they just saw it as a huge disrespect and considering the fact that buster's muslim as well he never wanted that to be misconstrued so he did actually come out and say them kind of things there which i thought was it was it was brave of man he was brave of man after that there was one two three four four mixtapes that came out that i kind of skipped i would get my odd little leak here and there the four of them was year of the dragon that was him and q-tip i did like the project but i knew all the songs it was one of them ones same with the ymcmb one where he did twerk it and the remix had Nicki minaj on it uh the abstract dragon no year no sorry i got that the wrong way around year of the dragon came out first no hold on am i confusing myself boom 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 boom. yes year of the dragon came out first and um do that things on there love hate grind real slow that's the grind real slow album and king tut which they did try and really boost out but it just didn't do the numbers that they felt it would do uh wine and go downs on there that's the first time that him and vibes had kind of collaborated on a rhythm as well but i have to credit missy elliott as being the first person to put vibes cartel on a major hip-hop release (sighs) yeah it's on the cookbook it's the last track track 14 um go check that out you know the song when you hear it but wine and go wine and go down vibes cartels on that with bust rhymes on year of the dragon it's not the strongest project but i love buster and he can't do no wrong to me but it didn't do numbers it wasn't a very popular popular project of his and then the abstract dragon was the album with him and q-tip now i love their dynamic anyway i've always it's always been believed that buster rhymes is like the unofficial member of the tribe called quest which is completely understandable because he fits very well in with them rhyme pattern content the kind of beats that they like to choose it's all dope but this album here was just collaborations between them both throughout the years i don't particularly think they were very very new tracks 
but it was all here for the nasty is my favorite tune on the abstract dragon love that there okay because i still drop that one now and again and it's a neptune's beat i believe let me double check it won't tell me sons of bitches but yeah when you hear it that's neptune it's got neptune screaming all over it from when it's got the the 4b intro that's a very neptune's trope every single neptune's tune that you know has got a four beat intro so it'll go doom 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 and then go into the rhythm every single one go check them go check them it's a neptune's trope trust me happy does that um uh oh bust uh snoop doggy dog drop it like it's hot does that um uh caught out there by Kalise does that every single one i think the only one that doesn't do that is what it is buster what it is right now i think that's the only one that doesn't but it's the only one i can think of off the top of my head but if you go through the neptune's tunes you'll notice they all have a four beat intro um then the return of the dragon came out that was the sequel to the abstract the abstract dragon with him and q-tip it was all right but then there's a break from 2016 that's when the the return of the dragon came out it's 2016 it's in this time that Look At Me Now came out with him and Chris Brown. That kind of gave you a little bit of insurgence of the pity them knowing the gravitas of Buster. And I got excited because I'm like, oh my God. Please remember, years before that, we knew that an Extinction Level Event 2 was coming. But he started talking about Extinction Level Event 2 in what? 99? 99, 2000? Around there. So we knew it was coming, so we were just patiently waiting. So we knew it was just our bagger mixtapes and shit that was getting dropped. But, no, what are you talking about 2000? In 2009. Because please remember, 2009 was the first proper studio album that he brought out, which was back on my bullshit. So then he was like, Extinction Level Event 2's coming, watch this space. Please note that was 11 years ago. And this past Friday, this past Friday, people, on the, 30, on the 30th of October, 2020, he dropped Extinction Level Event 2. That album. I don't have to listen to the mixtapes in between. For it to feel so much as a Buster Rhymes project. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a quick review on each track on that album because if you're a hip-hop fan please go and listen to this album because Buster released the album on Friday then on Monday he released it again called the Extinction Level Event 2 Reloaded and added four extra tracks Buster don't fuck about okay first track Ilio 2 intro Chris Rock rocking Pete Rock slaps what I like about this album as well it's not saturated with features but when there's a song that doesn't have a feature it doesn't feel like there's a feature missing you know them ones because every now and again it's like i find that on certain people's albums if there's not a feature on it it feels quite vapid feels empty even if the sample doesn't have another voice on it or if it was just them it can feel very empty at times i found that with ti's album unless there was a feature on it or the beat had to pit it had to slap at an exponential level I kind of felt myself getting bored because there was no feature to look forward to. There wasn't somebody that T.I. could bounce off. You know them ones. Buster, holds his own. Because he will switch up his style throughout the track. So it feels like there's four different people on it. So, next tune on the album, The Purge. Hard. 
produced by Swiss Beats. Strap Yourself Down is... I don't know what my favourite track on this album is, but it, that w- one track now is one that I'll wheel up because the beat switches like halfway through, if not two thirds through. Madness. Next tune after that is Zar. Zar is the single from this album that has a video featuring M.O.P. What I love about this is the fact that the song doesn't feature M.O.P. It features M.O.P. as part of the beat. But M.O.P. are in the video. That's that's hard. Um, Out of My Mind featuring Belle Biv produced by UK's own Dreddy. That's my wild out tune. Oh my gosh, if the clubs was open, too many wheel-ups. Um, out of my mind featuring Belle Biv DeVoe. I just, when I saw that, I was like, whoa, that's a madness. Then you've got LE2, The Wrath of God. The song is called LE2, The Wrath of God with Minister Louis Farrakhan with a speech of Farrakhan's at the front. Very powerful track. Slow Flow. I keep going to say that's my favourite track, but then I read the next one and it's not. But that doesn't, it doesn't it it doesn't like loosen the fact that the track slaps still slow flow featuring old dirty motherfucking bastard my god what a tune then you've got don't go with him and q-tip again q-tip still sounding 18 on this tune beautiful um true in oh no boomp b-o-o-m-p boomp that's why i have to make sure i pronounce it properly Slaps, true indeed. Slaps, Master Farad Muhammad featuring Rick Ross. Slaps, and it's got the same sample as Miss International by Red Meth. There you go. I actually got the opportunity to mix those two together last night. It works for all the DJs out there. Um, and then you, which is another single off the album, featuring Anderson Pack. I know people who don't like this song, whereas me, I fucking love it. The video is very animated, and it's to the point where actually. You know, there's certain people that you feel like they were born in a certain time, but they came too late. Like, you see Kendrick? Kendrick can rub shoulders with the biggest and greatest of them. He just happened to be born, like, ten years too late. That kind of thing. Anderson Pack, he's from the school of Neptune's Missy Buster. He fits so nice into that kind of world. And I thoroughly love the song and the bass line and everything, and it's sick. Then you've got Oh No, which is the... um it's got it's a very it's it's the trap beat it's very now i'd like to see a remix of it it would be very nice to hear other people on that track as well not to say that they should be there but i can imagine a remix coming out and you put your amigos and your flavio foreign and all them kind of people on it i think it would slap um the don and the boss this is probably the weakest song of the album it's probably the weakest song of the album it was the one song from the album that i'd heard before the album come out and it's the tune featuring vibes cartel it's alright. It's the only way I can really say. Um, Best I Can featuring Rhapsody. That song's going to change a lot of lives. To hear a song from the perspective of a bitter baby mum apologising for her actions. Otherworldly. And you know Rhapsody is just Queen MC. Rago. There's nobody that's touching her right now. And hasn't for a, for a very long while. Don't care whatever you want to say about Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is a rapper. Rhapsody is lyricist. Uh, you've got Deep Thought. No, sorry. Next one is Where I Belong. That's another collaboration with him and Mariah Carey. I feel like I feel like Mixed Race Girls are really going to love this song. Um, it's not my favourite, but I know what it's there for. Do you know what I'm saying? 
but yeah it's an all right song i like it deep thought very very important song i think you should listen to that very in depth the young god speaks is like an interlude that moves you into the next tune which is look over your shoulder with Buster and Kendrick Lamar. The song makes me want to cry every time I listen to it. And they sampled young Michael Jackson. Come on. Who you know can do that? Who you know? Nobody. Um, now, uh, then you've got You Will Never Find Another Me featuring Mary J. Blige. Excellent song. Didn't think I'd like it. I find myself getting very bored of Mary J. Features. Because I find that they get boring really quickly. But... um this song really does work freedom featuring nikki greer mad i had to do some research on this girl and i think you should do you should do that too nikki greer beautiful voice love her tone and you can really hear she you believe what she's saying when she was singing it song's bad then the last tune on the album is satanic i'm not giving you a review that's the name of the song but it's not as evil as you would think the content is very important okay please remember Buster's been telling us when the world, the end of the world was coming and too much of the shit that he's been talking about is making too much sense, especially in this global pandemic and election, okay? Listen again. Now, the original album, that was the, e, that was the, um, that's the original track list. When he come out with Reloaded, there's a tune on there called Blowing the Speakers. Blowing the Speakers is going to tear clubs apart. Because it is the quintessential 808s trap beat. Ay, ay, it's that tune. Okay. Next one you've got is Who Are You? Same kind of feel. It is a tune for the clubs. The tune for the 2020 clubs. Well, I should say 2019. Because ain't no clubs been open this year. So, but yeah, that's the mood of that track. Hope Your Dreams Come True is, I call it, the Buster Rhymes version of a drill track. Slaps. I love it because the chorus is very Buster Rhymes. It's Buster's little singing piece and it is very much drunk, hands in the air, singing along to the rhythm kind of rhythm. That's what I love about that tune. Then the last one is a tune. If you're a Buster Rhymes fan, you've heard it. If you're not, ah, oh well. A tune called Calm Down featuring Eminem. This, this song feels like it's three hours long. That's the only way I can describe it. This song really does feel like it goes on for ages. The song is six minutes long. Five minutes and 57 minutes. Because when Buster and Eminem need to get some bars off. You remember when I'll Hurt You came out? I see this as like the part two. But I hurt, I'll Hurt You is still the better track. But it's a nice way to end an album. A lot of people tend to do that. And um, that really is about it. But the album gets a solid 9.99 reoccurring. Again, I would give it a 10. But I just think, I feel like the Vibes Cartel tune was rushed. Because man is doing life. So he's not really going to be available to go into the highest price studios to record. But it gets a 9.999 reoccurring. The production, the content, every feature should be where they are. The sequencing of the tracks, the interludes. Chris Rock every now and again just telling you that Buster Rhymes is a god. I absolutely adore this album. I adore it. Here's a little piece of information for you. This album originally was going to be called The Chemo. There you go. And um, it was meant to be produced by The Boy Wonder. Kind of like reminiscent of what Nas and Hit Boy did with King's Disease. 
that's what the aim for LET was. But they went in a different direction and I'm glad they did. Not to say that that project wouldn't slap. Because Boy Wonder has got his beats behind him. But, um, yeah. I'm just so pleased. I'm so... It was, it was everything I needed the album to be. And, um... Yeah, I'll just give you a couple of couple of Buster facts because I do like to give Buster facts every now and again. Leaders of New School, the group that Buster I'm starting on, they broke up live on Yo MTV Raps. Uh, I told you guys about the Big Bang being the first number one album of Buster Rhymes. Back on my bullshit was the first album to get no plaque because it didn't sell enough. Um, and in 2004, he signed to Aftermath, and because of that signing, they shelved the second Flip Mode album. There you go. Which I got a feeling has something to do with the reason why Lord Have Mercy dropped off the earth. But he kind of came back. And I'm very interested to know with regards to if he's going to be bringing out a full project. I'd really like to hear that because he's still one of my favourite hip-hop voices of all time. If you don't know who Lord Have Mercy is, it's one of the original members of the Flip Mode Squad. The guy with that deep voice. Okay? With the official him. Um, What else we got? What else we got? Twerk It was produced by Pharrell. Another one without a four beat intro. Weird. And um, here's another interesting fact. When uh, Buster Rhymes was very young, he lived in the UK for a spell. I don't know how long, but apparently he lived in Morecambe and Liverpool with his mum, who is, uh, who just looks, you know, when you can just look at our old black woman and just know she cook nice food? Yeah. Buster's mum looked like she can throw down some curry there. And um, yeah. I'm very, very, very happy with this album. And I'm going to end on this note. And I don't know if it's going to happen. And it could very much be a reason why I end up locking off from the Grammys. Buster should win that Grammy. This album's that good. King's Disease will be up. I thought King's Disease would take it. Buster should win this Grammy. Buster's been nominated 12 times and never gone home at a Grammy. It's between Buster and Nas. I don't know if he's actually, I don't know if he's actually caught the cut off for the next Grammys, I'm not too sure. But it's between Buster and Nas to win Hip Hop Album of the Year. And both of them have never won a Grammy. Tell me that's not just criminal. Criminal business. Nominations coming out of their ass. But yeah. Actually, I'm lying. There's three people that that album's going to, and if it goes to anybody else, the Grammys don't know what they're doing. Is T.I., Nas, and Buster. But I want Buster to take home that Grammy. If there's any Grammy that Buster should take home, it's album of the year for Extinction Level Event, Volume 2, The Wrath of God. And that is my Buster segment. Um, I'd love to say I've got a Where's Wally segment, but everything's been cancelled everything has been cancelled for the foreseeable i've got a couple pending in december but again i don't want to really announce much because a million or whether people don't want to do with the country so i'm just going to put everything on pause for now and um be sure to just check on my website um as soon as you go into my website the shej.com the first page that opens when you enter um is my calendar so you'll be able to see what's actually going to be happening but I'm not going to be at F45, obviously, because they've closed the gyms. I'm not going to be at Box Park. I'm not going to be at Laugh in the Box. I'm not going to be at Comedy Brunch. Because um, I'm just luck off with life. But I might do some lives or something like that. 
keep you guys posted might have some new mixes coming up and you know a Buster Rhymes mix is coming very soon with songs all across every single album because he deserves it <coughs> Uncle Trevor thank you so much for giving us this album I don't know if you're ever going to listen to this but I just know that like cosmically we are connected in this world that we call Earth and yeah it's fantastic guys um i think that is everything ah in dopamine news they want to give me another event so once everything kind of settles down a little bit we are going to be going for regular dopamine events so i'm very very happy with that round of applause cool um that's everything bruv oh and last buster rhymes fact the voice of flow nominal on the boondocks is buster but you should know that you know the one who kept going you know what i mean it's buster but um as i've told you guys before there is no yolo you only die once so make sure you live each and every day especially in these times with purpose integrity love and affection to those around you and um i will know to speak to you guys in a fortnight's time <sighs> it's been spiritual as usual i'm gonna go make some food peace